0: Lightfin was in his favorite restaurant, ready for an early morning seaweed espresso to perk him up. He was just settling down and starting to feel more awake when a tiny voice came from the edge of the table. Excuse me, Mr. Lightfin? Lightfin would have blinked if that were possible. He couldn't see anyone around, but he had definitely heard a voice. Down here. Lightfin swam forward and peered over the end of the table. Floating there was a very small and beautiful but pale orange and blue angelfish. Oh, how can I help you? The angelfish looked like she was about to cry.
1: Someone has been following me and scaring the life out of me. It's terrible. I simply can't go on like this. Look at
0: my color. I'm almost fading away. Lightfin almost spat out his seaweed espresso.
2: What? Uh, sorry, what do you mean someone is following you? Are you sure? Yes.
1: Well, you see, it all started a few days ago. I was swimming near the bottom of the ocean on my way to Fadi, and suddenly a sand color shape shot up out of nowhere, right in front of me and scared me half to death. It was so shocking. What is the sea coming to nowadays?
2: Sorry. What is D?
1: Fashionably deep. It's only the coolest, trendiest spot in the sea. All the designers of fish accessories hang out there, darling.
2: Never heard of it, but moving on, it could have been an accident, couldn't it?
1: Yes, but then a few days later for Guppy's latest fashion show, in Fashionably Deep again, suddenly I saw a shadow. I recognized the shape immediately. It was a lionfish with those two long, pointy spikes. I swam away as fast as I could, but the shadow followed me wherever I went. I could swear it was about to eat me. Then it just disappeared. Could be a coincidence. Sorry, I'm not quite finished. Finally, last night I went out for some food, maybe some algae, to pick me up and make me feel better. I was going to try the latest restaurant by Jamie O. As I was about to head into the sun controller where the restaurant is, when a large, black and white, striped sea snake appeared in front of my face. I almost fainted from the fright. Naturally, I swam away as fast as I could.
2: Okay, it's all a bit odd. I can have a look into it and see if someone might be doing this on purpose. Is there any reason why somebody may want to scare you?
1: I don't know. I was on the cover of Glamorous Fish magazine a couple of weeks ago. Surely you saw it? What? You didn't? Never mind. I will send you a copy or two. Oh! What if they're after me because I'm famous?
2: Let me do some asking around and see what I can find out. But do me a favor and stay away from Fashionably Deep for now,
1: okay? As you say, Detective, by the way, in case you didn't recognize me... I'm sure you must have. I'm Wanda, Wanda the Angelfish.
0: Lightfin left the cafe and went looking for the shiftiest, sandiest looking fish that he knew. Sometimes in this job he needed to look under some rocks and go to places no shark should ever have to go. Trawling the sandy bottom of the ocean, looking for unsavory characters, was definitely the kind of job Lightfin could have done without today.
3: Detective Lightfin, what are you doing down here slumming it with the likes of us?
0: The gruff voice was coming from behind him. Something in it told Lightfin to keep his distance. Lightfin slowly turned in the water carefully putting a little distance between himself and the voice and the fish it belonged to.
2: Well, well, Sidney.
3: Actually, you are just the fish I was looking for. For little old me, what reason under the sea is you looking for me?
2: Someone's been giving an angelfish some trouble, and one of the descriptions she gave me matched
3: yours. Careful, Lightfin. You ain't the police no more. You don't have no badge and can't just go accusing a fish whenever you like.
0: Sidney moved out of the shadow of the large rock and turned towards Lightfin. He was a large, sand-colored stonefish who looked like an old rock that had been on the bottom of the sea for decades, crusted in barnacles and coral. Stonefish also have an extremely poisonous sting in their tails. It was that tail that Lightfin was wary of. Sydney was also a particularly big, ugly, foul-tempered fish. Lightfin also knew he was connected to Megalodon's gang, so if he hadn't scared Wanda, he might know who had. Since the case about the deserted reef, Lightfin had been trying to figure out if the Megalodon was real and what his gang were up to.
2: Well, I wasn't accusing you, Sydney. just asking if you knew anything. What's wrong? Guilty conscience?
3: I don't know nothing about any little fish getting scared.
2: Who said she got scared? You did. I didn't, actually. It's not looking good for you, Sidney. I might not be in the police anymore, but I still know a lot of coppers, and I can make life very difficult for you.
3: Okay, okay. But listen, you didn't hear it from me. If it's Wanda you're talking about, there are a few who have it in for that fish. There's Harry, the sea snake, Mimi, the mimetic octopus, and Fran, the flounder. Okay.
2: Well, why do they got it in for her?
3: That magazine article. You know what it's like with these famous fish. Some of them feel that they should have been on the cover, or that Wanda said something horrible about them.
2: You heard anything about any lionfish who might have it in for her?
3: Lionfish? Nah. She doesn't run with that crowd, detective. You know
2: where I can find them?
3: They're always in the fade. It's the hottest spot on the seabed.
2: You hear anything else, you let me know.
0: Sidney didn't answer, just turned around and swam back under his rock. Lightfin would have wiped the sweat from his brow, except he was a shark. So he didn't sweat or have a brow, and he was deep under the sea, which made sweating difficult anyway. Fashionably Deep was a neighborhood of coral reefs and intertwined caves and grottos, which was filled with high end fish fashion shops and restaurants. It used to be a bad part of the ocean where the real low lives like eels and sand sharks used to hang out. But a few years back, there had been a big cleanup, and now all the small fish wanted to be seen there. Lightfin had never been there before, but he knew he would need to be careful not to alarm the inhabitants. Who wouldn't get spooked spotting a shark suddenly lurking around? As Lightfin swam towards Fashionably Deep, he was stumped about why three very different kinds of fish would be targeting Wanda. Could they be working together? Or could there be something else going on? As Lightfin entered Fashionably Deep, he saw a seaweed banner which read, See the amazing transforming octopus! Imitate all types of creatures! Three nights only at the sunken amphitheater. Lightfin swam under the banner and through a coral grotto. Just as he was about to leave, he saw Shirley the Sea Snake swimming past a lionfish, heading the other way. Shirley Sea Snake? Mm-hmm.
4: Yes, that's me. What can I do for you, fella?
0: Shirley swam around Lightfin, her smooth white and black scales rubbing against his skin. Unusual behavior, for sure, as Lightfin's skin was scratchy and often kept other fish away. Do you know Wanda?
4: Oh, that spoiled little thing. Why'd you ask?
2: I heard you were holding a grudge against her because she was on the cover of Glamorous Fish.
4: (laughs) That rag? I couldn't care less who is on its cover.
2: I heard they also considered putting you on the cover.
4: Well, of course, dear. Someone as sleek and wondrous as me. Of course, the editor spoke to me, but when they chose Wanda, I was actually relieved. Really? Of
5: course!
4: I've been touring the oceans promoting my latest film. I don't have time for all that. We just got back from the other side of the ocean, off the Gulf Stream current. First thing this morning. You can check, of course.
2: Huh, that's odd. Wanda says she saw someone matching your description in Fashionably Deep last night.
4: <sighs> well, it couldn't have been me. If that's all, I must say goodbye, Detective. I can't stay in one place for too long, as my fans might cause a riot. Brrr.
0: Before Lightfin could stop her, she disappeared into one of the small caves. Lightfin didn't know what to make of the conversation with Shirley. But before he had time to think about it, he caught a glimpse of Fran the Flounder through the window of one of the small Finbag boutique shops. Lightfin rushed to the entrance of the shop, but by the time he entered, she was nowhere to be seen. Flounders are sandy brown in color and always look like they are swimming on their sides, with one eye facing the sky. It always freaked Lightfin out a little. Suddenly, from behind a rack of recycled plastic bags, out popped a school of sandy brown flounders, all with one eye staring at the roof of the grotto. Lightfin was so close to them that before he could do anything, he found himself nose-to-nose with Fran Flounder.
5: Oh, sorry. Excuse me.
0: Fran Flounder?
5: Yes, um, how can I help you?
2: Do you know Wanda?
5: Oh, yes, she's my best friend. Well, at least she was. She was? Yes, well... She said some very mean things about me and how I wasn't pretty at all, so now I'm not speaking to her. Was that in the magazine article? Yes, indeed. I'm sure a lot of it was made up, but I just can't forgive her. Excuse me, but what does this have to do with you?
2: Someone has been following her and scaring her, and I heard you might have something to do with that as you fit a description of one of the fish that she gave to me.
5: What? Oh, no, the poor dear. I must see her at once. Who would do such a horrible thing? Oh, my, oh, my.
2: So you didn't try and scare her, then? How dare
5: you accuse me? That's my best friend you're talking about, and she's going through a traumatic experience, and here you are accusing me.
2: Okay, I'm sorry, but do you have any idea of who could have been following her?
5: Speak to Shirley Sea Snake. She's always been jealous of Wanda, or that Mimi the Octopus. I bet both of them wanted to be on that cover.
2: Does Wanda have any trouble with Lionfish?
5: No, 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 no. She would never be seen hanging around with them. Anyway, I really must go, Detective. Wanda might need me. I can't believe this. She has a real crisis on her fins. Oh, dear, oh, dear.
0: Off swam Fran, her tail moving as fast as it could. Lightfin had one more person to talk to, Mimi. Thanks to that banner, he knew where to find her. The sunken amphitheater. The amphitheater had been under the sea for centuries. It could have been made by humans and sunken as part of some disaster, or it may have got its sunken semicircle shape from the ebb and flow of the ocean. There, practicing her routine, was Mimi.
2: Mimi, the octopus.
6: Yes? And who are you?
2: Lightfin. Detective Lightfin. Oh. Do you know Wanda the Angelfish?
6: Good grief, you're interrupting me now to ask about that little morsel of shark bait. Oh, (laughs) apologies, I misspoke.
2: Yes, well, do you know anything about this person who has been following her and scaring her?
6: Scaring her? Sorry, Detective, why? Would I know anything about that?
2: Well, I heard you were a little put out over a certain magazine cover.
6: Aha! No, Detective. I wouldn't want to be on the cover of that, even if they asked me.
2: But you were in discussions with them to be on the cover, weren't you?
6: Well, I might have been, only because it would have been good publicity for the show, you understand.
2: So would you know anything about these fish scaring Wanda then?
6: Well, I did hear that she had made some of the lionfish angry in her interview. And they were out for revenge.
2: Lionfish? I hadn't heard anything about that.
6: Oh, yes, Detective. Fran told me all about it. You know, Fran is also very cross with Wanda.
2: Yes, I met Fran.
6: Well, I would suggest you speak to her again. She has trouble, that girl. Now, I must go and speak to my manager, if you don't mind.
0: Before Lightfin could ask another question, she swam off in a mass of frothing tentacles. Lightfin turned away. He swam slowly back through Fady, and by the time he reached Jamio's, he had his answer. He sent one of the signal fish waiting out in front of the restaurant to ask Wanda, Fran, Mimi, and Shirley to meet him at the restaurant. Have you figured it out? Can you guess who the culprit is and what happened? We will give you 15 seconds to make your best guess. you figure it out? Let's see. The restaurant was inside an old trawler that had been used to help regrow the coral reef. I would like to say everything was spotless, but it was under the ocean, so everything was covered in algae and seaweed. Luckily, it didn't make too much difference to the clientele. Wanda, Mimi, Shirley and Fran joined life in the restaurant. The ladies were glaring daggers at each other across the room. The tension was thick enough to cut with a knife. Lightfin cleared his throat. throat)
2: Ladies, as you all know, someone has been following Wanda and scaring the life out of her. I've been trying to get to the bottom of it and I believe I've identified the culprit.
1: Oh, it's been so terrible.
2: Yes, well. I think I can clear this up. Fran, you were cross with Wanda because of what she said about you in the interview. However, while you had a motive, you only vaguely resemble the first fish that scared her, and you don't at all look like a sea snake or a lionfish.
1: Oh, Franny, I am so sorry, darling. We shall never, ever fight again.
0: Fran and Wanda shared a fishy hug and cry.
2: Um, surely. While you strongly dislike Wanda, and you look like the second fish which scared her, you weren't in Fadee when she thought that she saw a sea snake. This is where I was stuck for a long time. I thought it could have been the three of you working together to get revenge, but then I realized I was missing the lionfish. Only one creature could appear as multiple different creatures, isn't that right? Mimi, because it was you! You were enraged with Wanda stealing your limelight, and you wanted to take her out of Fadey, especially while your show was on.
5: Ah, you will pay, Lightfin. Mark my words, the Megalodon
6: will hear about this.
0: Before Lightfin or anyone else could grab hold of Mimi, she sprayed out a cloud of black ink and disappeared, blending into the coral. The ink billowed out and filled the trawler, leaving Lightfin and the others with a horrible taste in their mouths. Shirley stormed out not long after Mimi's disappearance. Behind her, Fran and Wanda were sharing a second bowl of mixed gourmet sea flakes and alternating between crying and laughing. Lightfin made his exit, having solved the case. As he swam away, he was still wondering about Mimi's threat, And if the Megalodon was actually real.
4: Thanks for listening to Lightfin Case Files. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review or rate us on your podcast app. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook, or you can go to our website, lightfincasefiles.com. This episode featured the amazing voices of Scott Allen, Isabel Landivar, Charlotte Luth, Laura Christina Green, Jeremy Adsit, and Jess Wong.